to win the Land Rover Palm Beach Player of the Year Award, which comes with a $5,000 scholarship. Get eligibility and requirement info at LandRoverPalmBeach.com slash P-O-T-Y. The Miami Hurricanes will return home to Hard Rock Stadium for another exciting ACC showdown with the North Carolina State Wolfpack on Saturday, October the 23rd. Come join the fun and all the action of Hurricanes football. You can get your tickets now online at hurricanesports.com or by calling 1-800-GO-CANES. It's the Miami Hurricanes and the North Carolina State Wolfpack Saturday, October 23rd. Get your tickets now and go Canes! NHR and Levine Accident Attorneys. Call one 800 747 This is ESPN 106.3 WUUB Jupiter. Here's a message from Ken LaVica. I'm not going to pile on Urban Meyer. What he does in his free time is not my business. Fans don't need apologies from him. He just needs to do his job. The problem is his job is not being done particularly well, and I'm not sure if the NFL life is cut out for Urban Meyer. Joe, I got to hit the open. On your mark, get set, go! You are listening to Ken LaVica Live on ESPN 106.3. Presented by FAU MBA and Sport Management Program. No, 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 stick around. Hang out with us. Cool. Yeah, we'll stay and hang around with you. It's Ken LaVica Live on ESPN 106.3. Oh, Herb. It just never ends with Urban Meyer. There's always something. He either looks like he's about to throw himself out of a sixth window or he's bringing in Tim Tebow to continue little Timmy's adult fantasy sports camp or he is putting together one of the more uninspiring offenses you're going to find or, well, he's getting his right thigh grinded on by a woman who is 30 years his younger and is having to answer for it on a Monday four days after an 0-4 start to the season. Oh, Herb. Ken Levick alive here on a Monday on ESPN 106.3, the free ESPN app, and on your smart speaker coming to you from not the Anna John Levine Accident Attorney Studios. In fact, today I am in Boca Raton. I am at the Old Course of Broken Sound. I am at the Timber Tech Championship Media Day. This is the Champions Tour event here in Palm Beach County, and uh, we are going to be joined by 2011 Open Championship winner Ryder Cup hero on the European side and defending Timber Tech champ Darren Clark at 12.30, oh, right around 12.30, whenever Darren can get himself over to me. He's uh, he, he's in high demand, as you'd imagine, here on this media day, but it's awesome to be out here. It is beautiful, and the course here looks beautiful. Uh, and uh, we've got Captain Coppin and Joe Rigotti uh, back in West Palm making sure that uh, things run smoothly as always. Man, oh, man, oh, man, is there a lot to get to, but I want to start with Urban Meyer, and What we saw on Saturday, which was Urban at his restaurant in Columbus, and this was 72 hours removed from that last-second loss in Cincinnati on Thursday night that dropped the Jaguars to 0-4 on the year, and there is a 20-something blonde who is grinding on a glazed-eyed Urban Meyer, and Urban is not doing much in the way of stopping it. 
the uh, very much married, very much married for a long time, Urban Meyer, by the way, the former Ohio State uh, head coach, the current embattled Jaguars head coach, and a guy who it's 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 not going to lift the fan base's spirits there in Jacksonville that their head coach is on an open weekend after losing, uh, having a 20-something grinding up on his lap uh, in Columbus, Ohio. All of that said, Urban Meyer did address the media today. And the Jaguars, they said over the weekend, we're not commenting on this. This is not our deal. This is not our personal issue. We're not getting involved. And Urban Meyer, though, did address it today. And uh, I want to make sure uh, that, uh, that, that we do have a bit of this clip here. Uh, Joe, it, j- just, just let me know. Do we, have, do we have any of the Urban Meyer uh, from earlier today in Jacksonville, his regular Monday availability? You bet we do. Oh, love it. Perfect. So here is, here's a bit. Here's a bit of what Urban Meyer had to say about Grindgate over the weekend in Columbus. What do you got? Urban, can you explain the viral video um, from your place over the weekend? Yeah, yeah. I just apologize to the team and the staff and, uh, for being a distraction. Just stupid. Um, and so I explained everything that happened and owned it. And, you know, just stupid. Uh, should not have myself in that kind of position. So that's Urban, and you can even hear it in his voice. Uh, that's embarrassment right there. And I'm not trying to read body language or read vocal cues. What I am doing is uh, putting myself in a spot where I put myself in stupid situations before at different points in my life, and I know that tone of voice, and I know that meek uh, approach to speaking to a group of people about it, and that is, uh, that is embarrassment. Notice how he did not apologize to the fans of the Jacksonville Jaguars, and that's good because he doesn't have to because he is his own man. And whatever happens between Urban Meyer and other people and other women, what happens between Urban Meyer and his wife or in the Meyer household, it does not matter to the fans. In fact, if the Jaguars were 4-0 and and that video came out over the weekend, we're just sort of laughing about it like, oh man, Herb's high-flying NFL head coach now and all the young ladies want him. But instead, he's 0-4, his team's bad, and... It becomes family man Urban Meyer. Clutch pearls, clutch pearls, clutch pearls. He didn't have to apologize to the fans. So don't think that for a moment. Because I saw that on social media over the weekend. I don't care. I could not care less what Urban Meyer does outside of football. I just don't care. And I am not the person to judge whether or not Urban Meyer felt like he should have a 20-something grinding up on his right thigh at his restaurant in Columbus. Now, Urban Meyer said that he was at an event in Columbus. He had gone to see family after the loss to Cincinnati, did not return to the team uh, with the team to Jacksonville after losing to the Bengals. And that's fine. But then, if you're going to stay and hang out with family, it probably then after the fact is not a good look that you're at your place, your restaurant in Columbus, and getting your lap grinded on by someone not your wife and grainy cell phone footage is able to capture that. That's not good judgment. Also not good judgment, a lot of the play calling and a lot of the game planning for the Jaguars in route to an 0-4 start. 
So this speaks to a bigger question here with Urban Meyer, who's very divisive. He is certainly polarizing. Someone that you either praise him and love him for what he did at the University of Florida, or you think it's a little bit sketchy the way that he left Florida and then suddenly popped up at Ohio State. And then it was definitely sketchy in light of a crisis with a former assistant coach who was accused of domestic violence. Uh, Him seemingly covering that up the way he departed Ohio State. And then here he is with the Jaguars in the NFL. And even going back to the preseason where things were dicey. And he was angry uh, at preseason game execution and wanted more. And then he brings in Tim Tebow. And uh, that whole thing, you knew it was going to go down in flames. And then you have a rookie quarterback that's the face of the franchise. And things just aren't going well. You'll wonder if this is actually for Urban. Urban, down here in the state of Florida, especially amongst Gators fans, I think certainly is someone that holds a lot of favor. But overall, the Urban Meyer experiment in the NFL, I'm not sure that this is a great thing. And I'm not sure that this is actually going to bear results. And... I'm beginning to wonder, and I know it's only four games in, but is Urban Meyer capable of succeeding in the NFL? Is Urban Meyer going to succeed or fail as an NFL head coach? Because so far, the marks aren't good. Will Urban Meyer succeed or fail as an NFL head coach? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. Or you can tweet at us at ESPN West Palm. It's simple. Urban Meyer, success as an NFL head coach or failure as an NFL head coach? When he was hired by the Jaguars, it's a good move. He's highly regarded in that area of this state, in Jacksonville. To some, he's a hero. He came to Florida. He won national championships. He brought in arguably the most famous player of our lifetime in college football. Is a father figure to him. It's a no-brainer. It's going to sell tickets. It's going to generate excitement. Urban Meyer to the NFL, it was a good thing for Jacksonville. But now that we're four games into it, we have a four-game sample size, four games that count, and you have him being a distraction to his team, not traveling back with the team after the game on Thursday. There's some questions now, and we discussed this on Friday after the loss Thursday. Urban Meyer, the way he's beating himself up after every loss, apologizing to fans for that, saying he's heartbroken, the dour, sad, almost depressed demeanor. I don't know if that's for show, but based on his history, especially the way things ended at Florida, with him seemingly having adverse health conditions because of the pressure he was putting on himself, This doesn't appear to be sustainable. And what did Urban Meyer think he had with the Jaguars? Did he think this was a team that was going to win more than four games this year? There's a reason he's there now. It's because that job became available because the franchise and the team was flat out bad. Flat out the worst in the NFL. That's why they even had the opportunity to draft Trevor Lawrence. But if Urban Meyer's A, going to beat himself up over every loss the way he is, B, game plan the way he's game planning, and then C, make terrible decisions like on an open weekend 
going to his restaurant in Columbus, allowing women to grind up on him, and not even be cognizant that someone may have a cell phone there to be recording that to make his life more difficult. I don't know if this is for him. Maybe the NFL life is too high profile for him. This is no longer the safe, warm nest of Columbus. The safe enclosure of Ohio State, where he could do whatever he wanted in that city. He was the mayor of Columbus. He'd be protected. I mean, if you if you want a little perspective about what it's like to be a head coach, a big-time college head coach, and especially in the Big Ten, I worked in Madison, Wisconsin, okay? I covered Brett Bielema. I saw him in several compromising alcohol-related situations when I worked in Madison, Wisconsin, and no one said a word about it. Well, I don't know why, because he was the boss. He was the head coach. That's where Urban Meyer came from in Columbus, and now that he's the head coach of the Jaguars, you're not afforded that type of uh, comfort. You're under the scrutiny of everyone at all times. You need to know that there's the possibility someone has a camera and someone's recording you with a 20-something on your lap that's not your wife. It's a bad decision. Should he apologize for it? No. Again, I could not care less what he does. Just get it done on the field. doesn't matter. But he's got to be smarter than that. If you're going to have the 20-something on your lap at your restaurant, make sure it's not at the bar where people are shooting video of you or have the opportunity to do that. If you can't get it right there, how are you going to get it right on the football field? Is Urban Meyer going to succeed or fail in the NFL? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. Let's hit the phones. Let's start in Riviera Beach. Let's go to Terrence. Terrence, you're on Ken Levicka Live. What's going on, Terrence? Hey, buddy. How's it going? Good, man. Let's, let's pump a break for a minute. Let's say this. I'm not an Urban Meyer fan, but I love all my teams from Florida. He's, Jacksonville's in the right situation, considering the way Houston looks, considering the way Indy looks. And all he has to do is hang around long enough for Derrick Henry to get too tired for carrying that load in Tennessee. And Jacksonville will be back on the map. He's going to need three years to build that team. And one thing about football and sports and alcohol, I hope he's, you know, you're going to have cute girls that would want to dance on you. You know, you know what I mean? Sure. That's part, I get it. That's part of the thing. You know? But you just got to, like, if yeah, you're yeah. urban, what do you, come on, man. Like, you've got you've to make sure you're smarter well, he about hi, this. He, he should hire me to take the pretty girls off his hands. <laughs> I, I can take that. is going to be Urban Meyer's wingman. I lo- Terrence is open for business. Let it be known. I love that. <laughs> Terrence, I appreciate the call. Thank you. See, Terrence is an entrepreneur. That's what I like to hear. Herb, I'll keep you out of trouble. Direct the girls my way. It's perfect. That's the way. To, uh, to, to th- th- that's the way to, to put yourself in a position to succeed. Just call Terrence. Uh, it, listen, I'm sure that if Urban sticks it out long enough, he'll have an opportunity to, to succeed. But he's not putting himself in a position to succeed right now, and that's what's worrisome. You remember when Steve Spurrier made the transition to the NFL? And I'm not saying that Urban Meyer and Steve Spurrier are the same type of person. Urban Meyer is very uptight. Urban Meyer is very uh, focused and intense. Steve Spurrier is the reason he's called the old bowl coach. Because, man, it's just let it fly. Let's go. He wants to kick back, take it easy, and coach some ball. But I do think there's some similarities there just in transitioning from the college game to the NFL. Steve Spurrier went to Washington. One of the big knocks on him is that he wasn't in the office enough. 
He wanted to go play around to golf instead of breaking down film. And it just didn't work. With Urban Meyer, he went to one of the historically bad franchises in NFL history. Have they had fleeting success? Absolutely. Has it been memorable at times? Sure. But full sample size for the Jacksonville Jaguars, this is one of the more dysfunctional franchises in the NFL. And Urban Meyer decided that he wanted to take a shot there because he was going to get the number one overall pick and he was going to be able to groom said number one pick. Is Trevor Lawrence getting better week by week? Sure. The Jaguars just don't have the pieces right now. But this is why Urban Meyer getting so down and so despondent about every single loss. Then the boneheaded decision in public, A, clearly get bleep canned, and then have women grinding on him at his restaurant, a place where people know Urban is, and not be cognizant at all that there might be cameras there, might be phones out. That's just, it's, it's not sustainable. This is the type of thing, just based on Urban's history, you just wonder if, if he's up for this. Urban's shown that when things get super pressure-packed, he's okay walking away, and that's fine. That's good. From a mental health standpoint, from a sanity standpoint, I like to see that. Urban didn't need this. Urban didn't need to go to Jacksonville and become the head coach of the Jaguars. There was no reason he had to do that. But he did it. There's always going to be the question, though, is he in it for the long haul? Because as soon as the USC job opened up, immediately was, oh, it could be Urban. I bet Urban's looking at it. I bet Urban's eyeing it. So much so that Urban had to address it. And then the Jaguars put out an ill-advised Photoshop edit on social media, making it seem super important that Urban said he was in Jacksonville for the long haul after one game. It's not good. Urban has not been one for the long haul before, and you just wonder if all of these things, and knowing his personality, if all those things are going to add up to him not being in it for the long haul again in Jacksonville. Will Urban Meyer succeed or fail in the NFL as a head coach, and especially with that franchise? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. And you can hit us up on Twitter at ESPN West Palm. But most importantly from all of this, I want to make sure that it is abundantly clear Urban Meyer does not owe Jacksonville fans, NFL fans, anybody an apology. He apologized today, but he apologized to the owner of the Jaguars, Shad Khan, and he apologized to his players. Okay, good. He was a distraction. He wanted to make sure that he addressed that. Those are the people he should be apologizing to, and probably Shelly, his wife, as well, unless she knew and didn't care about the video over the weekend, which is a possibility, but that's what I'm saying. Let's not get all high and mighty, moral compass, stand on your principal pedestal. Urban Meyer can do whatever the hell he wants outside of the football field. I could not care less. I don't need, Jaguars fans don't need an apology for him doing something after hours. What I would be concerned about is whether or not Urban is in this for the long haul. Because a job like Jacksonville, with a quarterback like Trevor Lawrence, you need someone who's in it for the long haul. And I think it's already appropriate to start having questions about whether or not Urban is capable, if he's built to be the guy that can handle the pressures of the NFL for several seasons, especially with that talent, that quarterback that he has on that roster. 
Will Urban Meyer succeed or fail in the NFL as a quarterback? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. On Twitter, at ESPN West Palm. We'll have our Dolphins deep dive later on in the show as well. And uh, let me tell you, that is a hodgepodge of hot crap. I don't have a single positive thing to say about the Dolphins. But I do have some things finally to say about Brian Flores because I am concerned. I am exceedingly concerned about him. Let's go ahead and we'll take a, a, a quick two-minute break here. We'll take a quick two-minute break, and then we'll have on a man that I spoke to, but it was on Zoom about eight months ago. It's good to have him in person here. We'll get him settled in. We'll get him set to go. He's the defending champion of the Timber Tech Championship, 2011 Open Championship winner, Ryder Cup hero Darren Clark joins us next when we come back here to the old course of Broken Sound in Boca Raton. It's Ken Levick Alive on ESPN 106.3. Broadcasting live from the Anajar and Levine Studios. Anajar and Levine Accident Attorneys. Call 1-800-747-3 on the new ESPN 1063. Now, let's check the Bradley Heating and Air Weather Center. Bradley Heating and Air Conditioning. Keeping the Palm Beaches cool since 1980. Visit them today at BradleyAir.com. Your WPTV First Alert forecast calls for highs today in the upper 80s, heat index values reaching the upper 90s to triple digits. We'll see a mix of sun and clouds throughout. Um, let's see, how much time is left? There's a minute 15 left. Okay. Gotcha. Okay. All right, he sounds good. ESPN 106.3. Want to accelerate your career as a manager or executive in the exciting industry of sports? FAU's MBA program in sport management is ranked as a top 20 program in the world, top 15 in the U.S. Students learn practical and applied skills from top faculty and experts who work in the industry. The full-time MBA program sets students up for success in the world of sports. With students accepting jobs with pro sports franchises, the Palm Beach County Sports Commission, and FAU Athletics, just to name a few. Check out FAU's Sport Management MBA program today. FAU.edu slash MBA Sport. Founded by Bud Brinkman in 1957, Bud's Chicken and Seafood is now one of the longest family-owned and operated restaurants in South Florida. Since its inception, Bud's has been community-oriented with close ties to Palm Beach County. And even today, the second and... 30. Awarded the best fried chicken in Palm Beach County, along with commitment to family and community, makes a combination that has kept people coming back for generations. Check out a location near you at budschicken.com. That's budschicken.com. Guys, you're special today at Unlimited Auto Wash. Monday is Men's Day, and you save up to $5 off any wash at any of their seven Palm Beach County locations. Check out the daily specials and find your location by visiting unlimitedautowashclub.com. From the Anajar and Levine Studios in downtown West Palm Beach, you are listening to Ken LaVica Live on ESPN 106.3. Here's Ken LaVica. They kicked me out of the office today, and it's okay. I'm in Boca Raton, Timber Tech Championship Media Day, and this is a way to start out the week, and especially being able to catch up with the man who joins us now. He is the defending champion of the Timber Tech Championship. He is a three-time winner on the Champions Tour, including last month winning the Sanford International. We're just a couple of weeks removed from that. And uh, he is the 2011 Open Championship winner, Ryder Cup hero for Team Europe. Darren Clark joins us here on Ken Levick Alive. And uh, Darren, we, we were able to chat, but we had to do it over Zoom mm-hmm. about eight, nine months ago. 
know, mm-hmm. so it's good to have you out here face to face in you. person. How have you? How have you been? I, I know you, uh, you. You live in the uh, in the Bahamas mm-hmm. and uh, yep. you fish and play golf. Life is good. How was the trip here in the Boca? Yeah, it was easy. It was a twenty minute flight from Marsh Harbor straight in here this morning. So um, it's good to be back. I've broken sound again. You know, I spent a lot of time here. My son uh, went to school just down the road here at Lynn University. So um, I spent a lot of time here. But to, to come back to a golf course that I've won on, before, played mm-hmm. well, and obviously won on, it's, al- it's always good fun to come back to those ones. These media days uh, where you have the responsibility as the winner to attend mm-hmm. and uh, and sort of be the focal point of all of this, that seems like a pretty good deal. It's nice to <laughs> nice to be celebrating something that happened a year prior. Yeah, oh, it is. It is. You know, it's uh, last year was strange. Obviously, we all know that during COVID and, and, and at the, at the, during the whole pandemic but we still had a wonderful event here where there was a few people here but not many but uh, the event went really really well uh, the players loved the golf course the players enjoyed it and um, you know I was fortunate to come out and come out birdie the last and come out on top Absolutely, and then you've won twice since then uh-huh. as well. So you'll have a couple of uh, of other media days here in uh, in your future. The Champions Tour. It seems fun mm-hmm. to be a part of it because yes, it's it it's just guys. There's a camaraderie between these guys. It's competitive, but it doesn't seem like it's over the top. Well, it's. You know, it's all very friendly, friendly until we get to Friday morning when the first round starts in the three-round tournaments, you know, and then all our professional golfers kick back in. Yeah. Yes, we're not as cutthroat as what the main tour is, but, you know, the guys are still playing with a lot of, lot of pride. They want to play well. They want to they have a good chance. And, you know, we've all been successful, the guys that are all playing the Champions Tour. So you want to put yourself in that opportunity, that chance to win come Sunday afternoon. And, you know, the guys grind out there a little bit as well. It's Yes, it's more relaxed, but at the end of the day, we're all still trying to win the tournaments. Yeah, uh, Darren Clark uh, joining us here on Ken Levick Alive, ESPN 106.3. And uh, you were a part of five Ryder Cup mm-hmm. teams playing, mm-hmm. five consecutive Ryder Cup teams. You, we know your story, 2006. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're really the hero of that for Team Europe just a couple of weeks after losing your wife. And when, when you are watching the Ryder Cup now, uh-huh. uh, now that you've been removed from it for a bit, are uh-huh. you still living and dying by every shot? How do you consume all of that? You know, I didn't play the Champions Tour two weeks ago was in Pebble Beach and I didn't play because I wanted to deliberately sit there and watch uh, a Ryder Cup sit in front of the screen. I haven't been able to do that from when I was like 16 years old wow. because I've been yeah, involved been in and, sure. and doing different things. So, you know, I watched, I didn't miss one shot off, uh, off the Ryder Cup. Um, and it was still, you know, I'd, watching all the guys getting the first tee, um, you know, knowing what they're feeling, knowing what the atmosphere is going to be like, both home and away. Uh, you know, it was amazing to see, uh, and obviously from a Europe, European mm-hmm. point of view, um, it was a disappointing outcome for us. But the American team just—they played so well. I mean, they, they were just—they were incredible right from the get-go. They—they were—they were on it. Um, they played um, like a team. Obviously, uh, Strick and and Davis and Jim and all, all the guys that that nurtured that and the guys. The guys played wonderfully well. I don't think, no matter what Europe would have done, the outcome would have been any different. Yeah. Because America were so strong. They were strong on paper. They've been strong on paper before, but haven't produced that sort of golf. This time they did. And, you know, from their from their eldest guy, like Dustin, um, all the way through to the Ryder Cup rookies, like Carl Marikawa, they were impressive. Impressive is, is, is a good word for it. They were impressive, and when they had the opportunities, they took them. Uh, you were part of some very successful European Ryder Cup teams, a lot of winners in your time there yeah. uh, competing for Europe. When you get into Sunday mm-hmm. and you step to the tee, especially when it's on American soil, yeah. 
What goes through Darren Clark's head? What are you feeling? Yeah, you know, it's um, not just with, with this time. You know, you're you're up against you're up against the crowd. You're up against your American counterpart, and but that's part of it. That's what makes the Ryder Cup so special, and um, that's why a home match is somewhat easier. You know, the difference between home and away these days is is getting bigger and bigger and bigger, and. Um, you know, there's 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 talk about um, the American team. They've got a new backbone. What's they do? New young kids and all that. Mm-hmm. And about, about and how good their team was. But the measure of the team is is can they win on the road? And you will see that whenever we get to Rome in a couple of years' time. Now, have they got the talent to win? Of course, of course, unquestionably. So, but playing an away match these days is is getting harder and harder. Um, does that mean that that um, they're not going to rise to the occasion? We should, we shall see. But uh, you know, standing that first tee in a Ryder Cup um, is is different. We, we, the first couple of days, you've got a partner standing beside you. All of a sudden, you're all on your own <laughs> yeah. on Sunday, and it's a whole different atmosphere. And of course, this year, don't forget, you know, the the European uh, support was minimalised because of uh, current COVID sure. travel restrictions. Sure. So that was even more so a partisan crowd. The partisan crowd's part of it. That's that's. I loved it. I loved it. Yeah, I was going to ask it. you. So you embraced that because every year there is a discussion. Oh, this is we're, – we're starting to toe the line of where this doesn't get sportsmanship no, anymore. God, no. you, you have to have that. You know, there's the same thing. Um, there's been a little bit written about some guys are saying things they shouldn't be saying. Same thing happens in Europe. Um, there's idiots. There's always idiots at whichever Ryder Cup to go to. It makes no difference. Should it be um, – there's idiots – here in America, there's idiots over in Europe. <laughs> you know, it's just, it's, it's unfortunately, it's part of it. And those guys, they try and throw, get rid of those guys. You know, the golf may not be their thing. But playing against any of the guys, um, if you're a European stand on the first team in America, you want that as loud as you possibly can on mm-hmm. the first team, roaring on the Americans. That's what they're supposed to do. They're supposed to get right behind them. And it's just, unfortunately, it's the idiots that, uh, the drunken idiots that, that get a few bad raps for the rest of the people. Sure. And, and for the most part, you know, it's partisan, it's loud, but it's brilliant. You know, I've, through all my PGA Tour career and, and playing on the, on the PGA Tour, the crowds have always been very fair to me and, and, and good to me. So I've never really had any, I've never had any issues in America um, because I've enjoyed it so much and enjoyed my time over here. But I know... Some of the things that get said to people are, there's no place for it on the golf course, but that's just the idiots. They're, yeah, they're right. not a representation of, of, of what the true Ryder Cup fans are. Uh, here with Darren Clark, again, five times team Europe on the Ryder Cup 2011 Open Championship winner and Timber Tech defending champ. He'll do that in a couple of weeks' time here at the old course at, uh, at Broken Sound. It is Timber Tech Championship Media Day. Someone that I know you're close to and someone that I think embraced what you're talking about, the, the being hated but that elevating his game and someone who always came out for the Ryder Cup was Colin Montgomery. Yeah. I mean, he loved that, I feel yeah, he like. he did. And his record is, is, uh, is very, very good in the Ryder Cup. Um, you know, and he was, he was never the most popular player back then when he was playing in America. He's very popular now yeah. on the Champions Tour. And I know, I guess we all sort of mellow as we get older. Monty was always fine with me. Monty was always very, very good to me, come on through the ranks in Europe and what have you. And, you know, he just... He had a bit of a love-hate relationship with the crowds whenever he played over here. But in terms of talent, he, he was brilliant. He was a Ryder Cup uh, talisman for a European team. Played brilliant. Ele- elevated his game, as you said. And, you know, he was always the guy that was going to go off number one for Europe for mm-hmm. a long, long time. And, um, you know, we were very fortunate to have him in, on our team. 
Uh, when you won the Open Championship in 2011, what is that like as you're walking down the 18th fairway and you know that things are pretty much in the bag? You're getting the standing ovation. I know it was... It, it, was, it was a lot easier with a three-shot lead. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> Would have been a little bit more, uh, be, more better for your sanity there. But yes. what, is that, what is that like as it's dawning on you that this is about to happen? Yeah, it's huge. You know, it's... For for us, especially over um, in Europe, to win any major is is huge. But to win the Open Championship, especially from from being a, being from Ireland, being from Europe, you know that's the one that we all want to do. You know, when I was a young kid growing up, this three footers for the Open, it's whatever. We don't. When I was growing up, it wasn't this three footers for the Masters or this three footers yeah. for the US Open. Yeah. It's for this is for the Open, and uh, you know to eventually get there at the ripe old age of forty two was was something that I'd all dreamed about as a kid when I was growing up back at home, and you know I was able to play really well that week, and, and to get my name in the Clarence Jug, it will always be in the Clarence Jug, and um, I'm very proud that I was able to get there in the end and win the Open Championship. Will anybody older than Phil Mickelson ever win a major? That was that was unreal uh, to see Phil and how well he played at Kiwa. Um, this year was just incredible, and um, you know to do it at, at his age, I don't think that I don't know. I know the guys are fitter and stronger now and what have you, but there's very few Phil Mickelsons in the world. Yeah, and I know that he occasionally dips his toe into the Champions Tour here. Yeah, he does. When he comes into the field, do guys take a little extra aim towards him? No, 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 no. I think any time that the Champions Tour gets that added immediate attention is good for us all. And, you know, Phil coming out to play. He's coming out to play this weekend up in Jim Furyk's tournament um, up in Timaquana, up in Jacksonville. And um, he's coming out to play this week, which is great because we may have some more crowds because he's coming out to play. Yeah. So, you know, Phil's always there. Phil the Thrill is going to give the people <laughs> something to watch. So uh, I think it's brilliant when he plays. Uh, Bryson DeChambeau, I wanted to ask you about uh-huh. him because he's polarizing on tour. Yeah. You either love him or hate him. He has bulked up his body. He was just in the Long Drive Championship. Uh-huh. He did great. He, abs- he got into the final, yeah. uh, the final eight, yeah, he and did. he's ripping. 412 yard drives what do you make of him with the protein shakes and the physics and everything that goes into what he is well i think i think he's great for the game he brings an extra dimension to the game he's maybe he's getting people interested in the game that may not otherwise be interested in the game to see him take it and go and compete and get to the final eight in the Warren long drive uh, competition was was un- unbelievable you know um he he sort of some people like him some people don't like him but i think you need to have that something a little bit different mm-hmm. to to get more people interested in our sport, and I think he does that. You know, I met Bryson um, a good few years ago, and I always find him very um, interesting, to say the <laughs> least. And he was he was he was very respectful to me, and I could only say good things about him. And um, you know, I think he's great for the sport to be able to see him taking. Uh, that long driving ability to the long drive championship, yet still play on the on the tour, hitting at that length as well. People don't realise to control it, to control the the direction of the shot at that club head speed is so difficult. Yeah. Yet he's able to do it on the on the regular PGA tour as well. I feel like it's a good way to hurt yourself too. Well, you know that's one of the things. The the way with all modern technologies gone and 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 uh, with the advent of of all these. In pieces of information, Trackman, track uh, club fitting's gone to such the extent these days that the guys can maximize their speed, maximize the, um, the distance that they're hitting it, but you know they're swinging harder and harder at it, so you may see some of these guys having shorter careers because because of so much physical exertion. Yeah. You know, if you look back, there's always been long hitters, but there doesn't seem to be 
quite as many going back a few years as there is these days of kids that pump at 350, 360. That is incredible. Darren Clark with us. A couple more here with the 2011 Open Championship winner. He's the Timber Tech defending championship down here at the Old Course at Broken Sound in Boca. So I know you're a Liverpool, uh, Liverpool football <laughs> fan. Uh, we talked about that last time we chatted. Did you see Salah's goal? I did see Salah's goal. He's ridiculous. He's off the chart. I mean, and they're starting to roll. Them, Manchester City. Yep. I'm a Tottenham fan. That's a done deal. I'm, yeah, yeah, I'm yeah, already... Yeah, yeah. Uh, I wouldn't tell anybody. Yeah, you know. I've, I've mailed it in already on this I season. Think, <laughs> I think and United, Manchester, me. You know, Ronaldo going back, I think, is brilliant. They wouldn't happy at the weekend. Uh, no, you know. and they don't. He doesn't look like he fits in right now with anything know. that's around him. Yeah, I know. It's one of those sort of scenarios. We'll, we'll see. But, you know, City were unbelievable in that first half against Liverpool. Yeah. They, they were just brilliant. Yeah. They are. And I know Pep uh, Guardiola. Well, I play golf with Pep. Um, uh, he's just... He gets his teams to play the way he gets to play his team. But then Liverpool come out second half, and they're, they're having a go. And they're... Liverpool getting full flow as well. There's not many better teams to no, watch. No, absolutely. You know, I'm, I'm a fan. But and, uh, you know what, what Tuchel has, uh, has done already to transform Chelsea, you know, they're probably your top three teams. They're the three teams that are going to be stand yeah. out this year. And, um, you know, I know United would like to be in there. They're just a little bit off the mark, I think, at the moment. What do I know? I'm a professional golfer, not a, not, not a football <laughs> guy. But. but I think that nailed it. Do you ever catch any uh, American football at all? Do you watch American football? Uh, a little bit. A yeah. little bit. Yeah. Um, Brady was incredible. I read that um, this morning. Yeah. Was, Tom Brady was just, was just brilliant. Um, but, you know, the, the, the um, American football, I follow it a little bit, but not as much as the soccer. The, the yeah, English, you know, yeah. That's, that's I feel, here's my philosophy on that. And you come from a place where a lot of cricket is played. Yeah, I hate cricket. Uh, yeah, and I, got I, no interest in I've cricket. always wanted to get into it, but I don't understand How you can play for four rules. days and have Yeah, exactly. Yeah. How is that possible? And there's so many things going on that I don't get. Yeah. I feel like American football, there's so many rules that it would be the hardest sport for any outsider yeah, to understand. It's, it's, it's all right. You know... You can follow it. I can follow it. I've been watching it long enough, you know. And, and if I want, if I was going to follow it, it would probably be the Patriots because Boston up, up around that area, uh-huh, all that sure, sort of sure. And Tom Brady was there, uh-huh. and all that sort of stuff. <laughs> and you know, the Patriots. All my buddies from that are down in Abaco, you know, yeah, they're. Quite a few of them are from up that area, so the Patriots are their number one team. Uh, Darren Clark, fascinating, fascinating always to talk to. I mean, what a resume. 2011 Open Championship winner, the five Ryder Cup teams. Uh, over in the Bahamas, you fish, you watch Liverpool, you come, you win tournaments on the Champions Tour. It's not all bad. Uh, yeah, it's not all bad at all. And thank you so much for taking the time. Anything. Thank you for coming back here. We're looking forward to seeing you defend the championship here. Thank you, sir. Looking forward to it. Darren Clark with us here on Ken Levick Alive. More to come after this on ESPN 106.3. We all know how important it is for athletes to get the best orthopedic care available. And now with HSS Florida, located in West Palm Beach, South Florida has access to the number one orthopedic care in the world, according to Newsweek. HSS Florida is a state-of-the-art location, offering athletes of all ages access to world-class sports medicine, advanced imaging, physical therapy, and more. The experts at HSS Florida are here for you. Choose better. Move better. Learn more at hss.edu Florida. 
From the backyard to the stadium, pair your tailgate with Tito's Handmade Vodka. Tito's wants to make sure you have the best tailgate on the block. Text Tito's Tailgate to 811811. That's Tito's Tailgate to 811811 for your chance to win a complete Tito's Tailgate, which includes a Traeger Grill, tailgate tent, and tailgate bench. Tito's Handmade Vodka is America's original craft vodka, distilled in Austin, Texas. Must be 21 plus. For official rules, visit titostailgate.com. Crafted to be savored responsibly. PBKC, your entertainment destination with No Limit Poker, table games, super simulcast, exceptional dining, and exciting events. Catch your favorite sports on over 500 TVs. Be prepared to laugh, cry, and smile October 7th with the hilarious Kevin Farley in the Paddock Restaurant. For tickets and info, go to pbkettleclub.com. Come join the endless fun at PBKC. Your favorite music acts are coming to I Think Financial Amphitheater. Customized VIP seating packages are now available for upcoming shows like Kiss, Alice Cooper, Lil Baby, Three Doors Down, Jonas Brothers, and Slipknot. VIP seating packages include reserved VIP parking, a private entrance with VIP lounge access, and in-seat service during the shows. Contact Willie Johnson for details. Email him, Willie with an I-E, that's W-I-L-L-I-E Johnson at LiveNation.com. That's Willie with an I-E, Johnson at LiveNation.com. Barriers. I'm all about breaking them. Hi, it's Luis Fonsi, international recording artist and South Florida resident. When it comes to creating music, I love mixing different musical styles and creating something new and unexpected. Ford builds SUVs and trucks the same way, breaking barriers with what you expect. Ford delivers strength, capability, and mixes in a level of comfort and style that's new, exciting, and perfect for South Florida. Visit your local Ford dealer today to get a great deal on a new Ford SUV or truck. It's college football, just 1.8 miles from the beach. Come check out your hometown team, the FAU Wilds. This season at FAU Stadium in Boca Raton, the marching band, the cheerleaders, the pageantry, the tailgates, and head coach Willie Taggart leading the odds. It's all there on game days, and the only way to take it all in is to be there. Experience football in paradise. Visit FAUsports.com for more information. Go Owls! 30, guys. The next generation of light beer. For those who don't follow trends, but craft them. Flight by Yingling is 12 ounces of uncompromised refreshment from America's oldest brewery. With only 2.6 grams of carbs and 95 calories, this is premium refreshment six generations in the making. Don't just raise a glass. Raise the bar. Flight by Yingling. Now available wherever beer is sold. DG Yingling and Sun Incorporated. Pottsville, Pennsylvania. Please enjoy responsibly. From the Anajar and Levine Studios in downtown West Palm Beach, you are listening to Ken LaVica Live on ESPN 106.3. Here's Ken LaVica. We return to Boca Raton. Old course of Broken Sound, Timber Tech Championship. It is media day. We just heard from Darren Clark, the defending champ, the 2011 Open Championship victor, as well as the Ryder Cup hero for Team Europe. Uh, he'll be defending the championship in ju- uh, just a couple of weeks' time here at the Old Course of Broken Sound. If you miss any part of Darren Clark or anything, we do any of the nonsense. Ken Levick, a live podcast. Wherever you get your podcast, it's free. Apple Podcasts, or you subscri- uh, subscribe to it. Get it right to your phone. That's the Ken 
Levick Alive podcast. And Ken Levick Alive is presented by the FAU MBA Sport Management Program just down the road from us here at the Old Course of Broken Sound. The FAU MBA Sport Management Program run by the incomparable Dr. Jim Reardon. 22 years of grooming the sports executives of tomorrow. The professors, they're all people who are in the sports industry. You're getting firsthand knowledge, and it evolves as time goes on. So the same curriculum from 22 years ago, uh-uh, not there anymore. They're teaching you 2021 and even future of the sports industry, cryptocurrency, sports law, sports business. It's all there in the FAU MBA Sport Management Program. Spring semester courses, sign up for them now on campus in Boca Raton, or you can do it remotely as well. Super convenient. FAU.edu slash MBA Sport. That's FAU.edu slash MBA Sport, the FAU MBA Sport Management Program. I mentioned Timber Tech Championship. That's where we're at this Monday. It's media day. And uh, Timber Tech, their parent company, is AZEC. And that's where we uh, go with our next guest here. Paul Kardish is the Senior VP, Chief Legal Officer of the AZEC Corporation. And he joins us here on ESPN 106.3. Paul, thank you for coming out. Appreciate it. And uh, it's got to be really cool for uh, you to see a tournament that has one of your company's names on it, Timber Tech Championship, that really came in. You guys came in and saved the day. You swooped in last year and ensured that this tournament was going to exist and stay here at the Old Course of Broken Sound. And to be down here in the lead-up to this tournament, that's going to be a really good feeling. It it really is. Ken, thanks for having me on. I really appreciate it. You know, part of what our mission is really is to give back to the community. So we not only have a sustainability platform where we recycle last year 400 million pounds of waste into our products, but we also care about our communities that we operate in, and Boca Raton is certainly one of those communities. So, AZEC and TimberTech in particular, if you could, for those who may not know, the the, the mission statement of these organizations and really the purpose of these these businesses, if you could just shed a little bit of background on both. So, AZEC, uh, TimberTech is one of our brands. Yeah. So, if you think about TimberTech, you're thinking about uh, composite, highly engineered decking that has the look and feel of wood, but mm-hmm. it's also you know really sustainable because it comes from waste, right. which is like the best input you could ever put into a product. Right. But the thing you know about Azac that we really want to do is promote you know enjoyment of unique outdoor experiences, you know, with our product, you know, in a form that looks like nature but doesn't do any harm to nature and really sustains the planet. Uh, and uh, so it's funny because, uh, just to give you a little background here, uh, we moved into a home 2019 uh, in North Broward County, and then my wife is like, oh, you know what? Uh, we need to plant things, and we need to compost, and we need to do all this stuff. And I'm like, what? what is going on with you? Are you okay? What's happening? And now she's like full-fledged into it. So I hear you say these things about ASEC and Timber Tech, and it's not foreign to me any longer. I actually know what you're talking about because it all started with my wife suddenly transforming into a, uh, yeah, we need to be sustainable, and I do whatever she says, so I just follow along. <laughs> and it feels it feels fulfilling. It feels enriching, to be quite honest. It really is. And I, I think that's the one thing that draws people to our company and to our brands, TimberTech, is that we really have a responsible platform. And I am like your wife and you, uh-huh. where I put in a 1,200-square-foot deck off the back of my house before I even heard of the AZEC company. Right. Right. And I went to my builder and said, hey, I'd like a deck. And he goes, and I mentioned the competitor's name. He goes, you don't want that. You want the AZEC TimberTech brand. And sure enough, I am a believer now. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I, I would hope so. You being the senior VP, chief legal officer of AZEC, Paul Cardish with us. Uh, and again, TimberTech is one of the brands underneath the AZEC umbrella. And uh, for this TimberTech championship, uh, it's being called a zero waste 
tournament. What is what is going into that? So we are the first PGA Champions Tour event that is certified zero way. So what we are doing is we looked at this tournament and every sort of product or good that goes into it, we made a conscious decision to say, is it recyclable? Does it come from a recycled uh, nature? And what can we do with it mm-hmm. at the end of the tournament? So what we did was made purposeful decisions as we started to put this tournament together to make sure that every item that comes into the tournament is either reused, recycled, repurposed, or donated. Yeah. So that that's really what we're trying to do, and that's where we get to the zero waste. Awesome. And to find out more about that, TimberTechChampionship.com. TimberTechChampionship.com. They've got a lot on that. Again, zero waste tournament uh, here at uh, at the old course at Broken Sound. Uh, how cool is Darren Clark? Oh, my God. He's Honestly, the best, right? He, he is a champion. He is somebody you want to hit your wagon to. Yeah. Super nice guy. Down to earth, grounded. Uh, I'm a former FBI agent, so I did a little background on Darren before I came <laughs> in here. But he is, he is certainly a really good man. And, uh, you know, dedicated to so many things, but, you know, a regular guy. For yeah, sure. without question. I, uh, when, I, when I come out and uh, hang with Paul here at the Timber Tech Championship, I'm going to make sure that I continue to be on your good side so I don't get any <laughs> unnecessary uh, background checks here. Unlike uh, Brett Bielema. Yeah, exactly. Unlike Brett <laughs> Yeah, he's doing okay now, though. He's got a big contract and endless job security in Illinois. Life is good for him. Uh, when, when it comes to coming to a tournament with the Timber Tech Championship name on it, and you're kind of rolling around and you're kind of taking it in, uh, that's, that's got to be so cool. Uh, what, what sort of things do you check out during the course of a tournament? Are you hoping to see? Are you going to try and go hold a hole, stay in a VIP tent? How does, how does uh, Paul Cardish experience this? Yeah, so I'm the worker bee. So I am behind the scenes. So you're just going to yeah, be all no, I mean, the chief legal officer title, great and all that. Uh-huh. But at the end of the day, my job is to troubleshoot, make sure it's going well, make sure everybody's having a great experience. That's really what I'm here for. And so. you're uh, you're based out of you are in Green Bay, Correct. right? I so. live in Green Bay, but our company, like you, yeah. is a Chicago native. Yep. So our headquarters is located in the West Loop of Chicago. So uh, you make the trip from Green Bay. What is the? I've got to imagine it's starting to get cool up there, right? It is. Yeah. So we're down in the 40s right now. Oh my god. Yeah. It's uh it's getting a little chilly for sure. But Ken, you would love it up there. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I so so quick story about being from the the Midwest or that area. So I moved down here in 2009. Yeah, two, no, 2007 actually. And then 2009 is when I went up to Chicago in the winter for the first time to see my parents. And I landed at O'Hare Airport and then it started to snow. As we landed, I get to my house. There's six inches of snow in the driveway and my, my father goes, oh, could you go shovel the driveway? I'm like, Dad, I don't even live here anymore and I'm shoveling the driveway. So from that point on, I've never gone back in the winter. I refuse. I'm putting my foot down on that. It thins your blood out. Doesn't it? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I'm such a wuss now. It gets into the 60s, and I'm wearing long sleeves here. Uh, again, Paul Cardis, the exec senior VP, chief legal officer. Uh, enjoy your time down here, and enjoy the tournament, and thank you for hanging out. And again, I uh, want to make sure zero waste tournament here at the Timber Tech Championship. Find out more, TimberTechChampionship.com. Really good to uh, to chat with you. Enjoy the, uh, the pro-am today in the next couple of days, and uh, we'll see you out here at the tournament. Ken, okay? thanks so much. Big fan of your show. Awesome. Appreciate, Appreciate that. that. Thank you, you, Paul. Appreciate it. Paul Cardis, ASEC Senior VP, Chief Legal Officer. Again, ASEC, the parent company uh, of the Timber Tech brand that is on this Timber Tech Championship. More to come here from the Old Course of Broken Sound in Boca Raton. But before we head to break, I want to make sure that I'm telling you about at Greenway Kia, West Palm Beach. 
That's where I got my Kia K5 GT. That is what I drove to the Timber Tech Championship Media Day today. And for the first time in my life, I swear, for the first time in my life, I have a car that actually fits in at uh, one of these posh golf courses, one of these posh uh, places in Palm Beach County. It's incredible what happens when uh, you actually are driving something where you're like, you know what? I belong now. I belong. It's a great feeling. Just trust me. Uh, And here's the thing. You can find a great Kia at Greenway Kia West Palm Beach, even if you have credit problems. Oh, I can't buy a new car. I have credit problems. I can't tell you how many times I hear that. Not just when I'm talking to people about Greenway Kia West Palm Beach. Oh, there we've got uh, a a lightning monitor, so everybody's going to have to get off the course. I'm fine, though. I'm under an overhang. Everything is good. Don't worry about me. But you, even with your bad credit, you can get in to Greenway Kia West Palm Beach, and you can uh, get yourself a fine Kia automobile because they have the credit clinic at Greenway Kia West Palm Beach. That is the credit clinic that will go through every creditor imaginable to try and make sure that they are going to find you a way to finance your car and do it comfortably so it's not breaking the bank every month. That's what they do for you at Greenway Kia West Palm Beach. When you get there, say, hey, heard about you on Ken Levick Alive or on ESPN 106.3. Hey, George. Hey, Mike, help me out. I heard about this credit clinic. They're going to take care of you at Greenway Kia West Palm Beach. That's GreenwayKiaWestPalmBeach.com. Check out that selection. It's a half mile south of Palm Beach International Airport on Military Trail. Again, a half mile south of Palm Beach International Airport on Military Trail in West Palm. That's Greenway Kia West Palm Beach. When we return, our EDS air conditioning coolest moment of the week and We'll go into our Dolphins deep dive. We're at the Timber Tech Championship Media Day in Boca Raton. I'm Ken Levick. I'm live on ESPN 106.3. Let's face it, nobody likes to compromise. That's why Tire Kingdom does everything they can to make sure you never have to compromise between quality and price. Their lowest tire price guarantee, for example, makes tire shopping simple. We have four minutes here, but I'm going to cut it down to three. Okay. Continental, Cooper, Nitto, and more. So make sure your car is always ready for the open road, from long drives to daily errands. Get started today by booking an appointment at TigerKingdom.com. Tiger Kingdom, where quality, service, and great price are met without compromise. Hi, I'm attorney Robert Rubenstein, and this is Rubenstein's Rules for Personal Injury. Rule number five, do not ignore your injuries. Right after an accident, most people don't realize how bad their injuries are. Injuries can get worse over time. Early medical treatment is crucial. Beware of clinics that treat only your neck and back. What about your knees, shoulders, head, and other injuries? Come see us. We'll talk about all your injuries and get you the compensation you deserve. Call Rubenstein Law at 1-800-FL-LEGAL. Offices in Palm Beach and throughout Florida. The Timber Tech Championship is bringing the PGA Tour Champions Playoffs to Boca Raton for the first time this November. Featuring past champions Darren Clark, Bernhard Langer, and golf legends like Ernie Els, Jim Furyk, and Freddie Couples. Don't miss your chance to witness history and watch the top 54 pros face off in the Charles Schwab Cup semi- Hey Ken. So call for the uh, coolest moment of the week. I'll play the open and just immediately play the uh, audio. Okay. Okay. 
yeah, right after the, the, the coolest moment open. Yeah, exactly. Awesome. All right, 45. Knows exactly what you're... <laughs> all good, all good. ...there for you. I'm forever grateful for my TrustBridge family. To learn more, visit TrustBridge.com. Introducing Flight by Yingling, the next generation of light beer. For those who don't follow trends, but craft them. Flight by Yingling is 12 ounces of uncompromised refreshment from America's oldest brewery. With only 2.6 grams of carbs and 95 calories, this is premium refreshment, six generations in the making. Don't just raise a glass, raise the bar. Flight by Yingling, now available wherever beer is sold. DG Yingling and Sun Incorporated, Pottsville, Pennsylvania. Please enjoy responsibly. From the Anajar and Levine Studios in downtown West Palm Beach, you are listening to Ken LaVica Live on ESPN 106.3. Here's Ken LaVica. Oh, hi. So many things I want to say about the Dolphins that are going to have to carry over in part two tomorrow because it is a whole lot of bad, and uh, I'm not real sure how I'm going to be able to address it here in about three minutes. Uh, before we get to anything, Dolphins, though, after that debacle yesterday, let's get to something happier, and that's the EDS air conditioning. Coolest moment of the week. Time now for the coolest moment of the week. Cool. Cool. Cool, yeah. The coolest moment of the week is brought to you by EDS Air Conditioning. That is Mike Tirico, that NBC, and that is Cincinnati going to Notre Dame and beating the Fighting Irish on Saturday. That is our EDS air conditioning coolest moment of the week. And the best part about all of this, the College Football Playoff Committee, if Cincinnati is able to continue to take care of business, they are going to be left with no choice. But they're doing something that they clearly don't want to do. Something that they clearly have another fathom they'd have to do. We saw how they treated Coastal Carolina last year. We saw how they treated Cincinnati last year. We saw how they treated BYU last year. They are going to be forced to include Cincinnati in the college football playoff. It's either that or they're going to have to come up with unbelievable mathematical and illogical gymnastics to keep Cincinnati out of the college football playoff. It wasn't just Cincinnati going on the road to Notre Dame and beating the Fighting Irish. It's that Cincinnati went to South Bend and handled and throttled and choked out Notre Dame 24-13. to This was not a kick a field goal at the last second and stun Notre Dame. This was a go in as the favorite and act like the favorite and put foot on throat for Cincinnati. And that is why the college football playoff committee, hey, folks, Pressure's on because Luke Fickle's team is absolutely real. Now seventh ranked in the country at 4-0. And what's coming up for them? Home against Temple. That's going to be a 40-point win. Home against UCF. 
that's going to be at UCF fans. I'm sorry. I know you got Gus now, but you have a backup quarterback. You're going to lose by two scores in that game. Going to beat up on Navy. Going to beat up at Tulane, who lost big to East Carolina over the weekend. Home against Tulsa. They're bad. Going to USF. Worst team in the state. Maybe the worst team in the AAC. Uh, home against SMU. And then at East Carolina, they're going to run the table. There is no team the rest of the way for Cincinnati that is going to be able to compete with them. No team that's going to be able to beat them. They're going to go undefeated. And with this road win at Notre Dame, I'm sorry, that is enough to put them in the college football playoff once they win the AAC championship. So once again, why is this the EDS air conditioning coolest moment of the week? It's because... Now the pressure is on the college football playoff committee. Now they're going to have to come up with some Herculean way to do something they don't want to do, and that is put Cincinnati in the college football playoff. They do not want to do that. They do not want to include a group of five team in the college football playoff, and the amount of blowback they're going to get because there's no way they could keep them out now, especially once Cincinnati runs the table. It's going to be glorious to see the whole thing crack at the seams and fall apart when we absolutely have it proven to us that the college football playoff, the way it's currently constituted, is a scam. And that is the EDS Air Conditioning Coolest Moment of the Week. EDS Air Conditioning, they've been doing it since 2006. They do it in Palm Beach County. They do it in the Treasure Coast. They do it throughout South Florida. They take care of your air conditioning needs, your air conditioning problems, or your air conditioning maintenance. Because think about it. uh, There are a lot of snowbirds that are coming back down here to Palm Beach County and the Treasure Coast, and they have not run their air conditioning all summer because they've been up in New York or been up in Quebec or been in Chicago. They're coming down here now. You never know if that AC is going to actually flip on and oh but it's fall don't worry okay guys come on you know that it's still in the 80s and the 90s in the fall you know our winter yeah occasionally we'll wear a long shirt but other than that you need to use the air conditioning you need to make sure it works get your air conditioning serviced with eds air conditioning they're a train comfort specialist it's hard to stop a train they're using the best equipment so don't waste any time especially you snowbirds you're coming back down here and you haven't run your air conditioning for several months you got to make sure it's good because it might not turn on. Get it maintenance with EDS Air Conditioning. They take care of your plumbing needs as well. That's EDS Air Conditioning. Go to edsairconditioning.com or call them at 561-316-8799. That's 561-316-8799. That's EDS Air Conditioning. We'll be back tomorrow, and we will get big into the Dolphins. And for the first time, this is called a tease in the business, and this is going to have to hold you over for 23 hours. I apologize, okay? But I'm having some some discomfort about Brian Flores, and I didn't think it would ever come to this, but I'm starting to think that there are some issues with the head coach of the Dolphins. It's just too bad to ignore any longer. Want to thank everybody at the Timber Tech Championship. Want to thank Darren Clark, the defending champion. Also want to thank Paul Cardish, the AZEC Senior VP, Chief Legal Officer. Again, AZEC, the umbrella company that uh, is overseeing the Timber Tech brand, the Timber Tech Championship right here at the Oak Course of Broken Sound. Find out more at TimberTechChampionship.com. That's TimberTechChampionship.com. We can rehear the interview with Darren Clark this Saturday, 9 a.m. Eastern Time on Honda Classic Live. Quick shout-out, Ken Kennerly, the executive director of the Honda Classic. We'll be back tomorrow. Joe Rigotti, Captain Competent, back in West Palm Beach. He just rules. I'm Ken Levick, and I've been live on ESPN 106.3. Bye-bye. Hi, I'm Michael Manzo, owner and founder of Manzo. All right.